Yeah, hello fans and welcome to Sports with Bros. Today we have our friend Charbel from Australia to analyze the Australian World Cup squad with us. So before go we go on to World Cup, I just want to ask you about the new T20 captain that has been inaugurated by Australia, Mitchell March. Young team was given to him and he produced excellent results in South Africa. A word on the new captain and what role what role you do you think Australia will have henceforth in T20s going forward? Hi Ankit, thanks for having me back again. It's great to see you. Great to talk to you again. Look, yeah, Mitchell Marsh was a good, I think was a good choice and he started very well and the team played beautifully in South Africa in those three T20s. It's still early, still early days for him in captaincy ahead of the World Cup next year. I, I think he will get the, the role for that World Cup. We'll see what happens there. But yeah, um, you know, that was that was very impressive. I thought that series because a lot of um, different players stepped up for Australia with both bat and ball, which was very good. So that's exciting in that format. One thing which I feel that seniors now will be playing one-day cricket and test matches more regularly. And Mitchell March would be given a completely new side or players who have not played test matches and all that much. Because I don't see Cummins, Stark and Hazelwood going back in T20 setup now. So you also feel the same? Stark, Stark could. Um, but, but I agree with you on some of the senior uh, players, uh, some of the senior batsmen as well might not get in. I mean, look, that's, I think, you know, even though we won the T20 World Cup a couple of years ago in the UAE, what last year's campaign showed at home is that, you know, we do need to blood in some new new players in the T20 format. We've got some exciting cricketers coming through. So I think now's a good time and in the coming months is a good time to give them a chance. Yeah, so now let's move on towards the World Cup. 1987 was the year in India only where Australia started its World Cup domination. Mm. There, Australia had various all-rounders like Steve Waugh, Alan Border, could you also bowl? Simon O'Donnell was a new sort of an bowler at that time who had different slower ones. And they were able to capture the World Cup based on their quality attack, you yeah. can say, call round chip. And henceforth, Australia have done well in, especially in white ball cricket in Asian conditions. They have dominated, they have won various tournaments. And 1996 also, they were into the finals, couldn't get the job done. In yeah. 2011, also, they played quite well. They have won the Champions Trophy in India. That was their first Champions Trophy victory That's in right. India. So, they have done exceptionally well in Asian conditions, especially in India. So, your thoughts before we analyze the team? Okay, what do you think are the chances? This team can go forward and win the trophy? And what's your take, just from an outside perspective? Yeah, I think that my initial thoughts was, look, the, the team can definitely go far. We do expect the semi-final appearance at the very least for this team. Um, but the, but the, the, the worry I've got is um, that there's a bad day or two in this team. There could be a collapse. There's a lot of all-rounders um, in the preliminary squad. As we saw in the last World Cup in, in England, we had that really bad day in the semi-final. Yeah. In India, where you know the pitches, you know, can turn as the tournament goes on. Our middle order could be under the spotlight. So there's a few little questions about uh, about the team. Overall, it's a very exciting squad, very strong. But just the difference between our best cricket and our worst cricket, we have to make sure that it's not too big. We have to make sure that we don't have too bad of a team. 
not too bad yeah. of a day. Um, but overall, I think it's a very threatening team, a very strong squad, and should be making the semifinals, um, in my opinion. Yeah, apart from Smith, which the first time when you put the squad on Twitter, when I saw, uh, I saw there are various good players who can open the innings, and then there is good batting all-rounder in the squad. But the squad seems to, according to me, miss the player by the name of Manas Labushin, who is a very good player. We know he's a in prolific form in Test cricket. He, do you feel he is missed out there? Or do you think the team is the best one that has been selected? Uh, I saw a few people were surprised when he was left out. I think we need to remember as well, I know he played a great innings the other day against South Africa. But he played, I think, 30 one-day internationals before that. He was averaging about 30. So he didn't set the format alight uh, in his opportunity. He didn't quite uh, nail it. But he could still get in the squad. Uh, there's still an opportunity for some changes. And if he has another big you know, couple of games in South Africa, who knows? He's a class player. I just think he's a good player to have in the squad. But the question is, who do you bring him in for? And also, I don't think you can play Steve Smith and Marnus in the same 11 for Australia. I don't think there's room for them both. So those are the couple of questions that I have. But look, if and um, I think there's also Tim David is a, is a potential um, you know, entrant into the squad as well. So there's so many different options that Australia have. That's probably going to be one challenge is actually getting the, the, the right team very early in the tournament. You don't want to be changing too much uh, particularly in the early games, you want to settle on a team. Um, and that's where I think, you know, a team like Pakistan is quite strong. They've got a settled team, whereas a few others are trying to figure out a few things. So it'll be interesting. Yeah, with regards to Pakistan, I only have one opinion. Their 11 is quite settled, no doubt yeah. about it. But in case one of their seamers is not fit or something like that, then their attack, see, they do not have a proper backup which I feel. They are a good side, but I think they lack a backup because these are the three seamers playing all the games. I think yeah. they should give them to someone else also. So in case required, yeah. so somebody else can turn up because otherwise they may feel the problem of somebody not being exposed and suddenly has to play in the big game. That's what happened with them in 96 quarterfinal also. That suddenly Vasim Akram got injured. Then somebody yeah. else played it. Though he though he bowled okay, but the team combination got hurt and eventually they so who lost their, um, that game. Who are the other options? They've got I think Muhammad Wasim is also yeah. fast um, What are some of the other fast bowlers that they've got there from memory? I'm trying to remember. Fahim Ashraf can also he should be I think playing more consistently. Yeah, I think he's been he's been playing. Yeah, I think he played yeah. the other day against Bangladesh. He played that, yeah. So, but yeah, you're right. So, yeah, so let's just discuss this squad. Let us discuss the batting first. Steve Smith, we all know he's a world-class player. Alex Carey, which is a left-hander, which is much very much required. I think he would be batting down the order among these big, heavy-hitting all-rounders. Yeah. Josh English, a good player, we all know. Then Cameron Green. We know what damage he can do both at top of the order and as well as Travis said he is a really a pocket dynamite. He scores very, very, very quickly. Mitchell Marsh again, he is very dominant player. I think in Asian conditions, he will be very, very dangerous. 
then glen maxwell another i think the player with tons of experience in asian conditions stoinis i think he's bowling well these days is much of a bowling all rounder he has become even being utilized with the new ball and david warner i think one of the most experienced players of the side so how do you make of this batting do you think they have all the bases covered only thing which i felt slightly short was either player in this side is an opener apart from smith or you can say a number 6 sort of a player yes though these players will be filling in the gaps but this was the only thing which i i even mentioned on your post batting seems vulnerable to me because there are similar sort of players like stoinis mitchell marsh cameron green all tall right handers seam bowlers looks to attack but they have similar technical issues if i come out they have similar technical deficiencies all three of them mitchell march slightly less other two have slightly more technical issues as compared to mitchell march so how do you rate this batting Shabar? the key question is i think you make a good point about the middle order against particularly starting against spin they're going to be tested in the tournament starting against spin in the middle overs that's going to be a challenge um you 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 rattled off all the names there that's some serious talent and that's a very long batting lineup and but the, the the important thing for australia is to nail down the roles of each player everyone understands their role on the team there's going to be some flexibility as to where everyone bats depending on the match situation you've got the players to be able to do that but but all in all you want to be able to set in on a on a batting lineup early i'd go with warner and travis head as the openers that mm-hmm. set uh warner's just got he's got 58 not out at the moment travis head hit 60 off about 30 balls today so those two um and then you can rotate steve smith mitch marsh so i'd like to see mitch marsh at 3 steve smith at 4 but depending you say if we lose an early wicket you might want to bring steve smith in for example and then um then you got a question do you want to have tim david he's a specialist finisher but then which all rounder do you leave out so there's some questions you know to answer if you want to bring tim david in the squad if you want to bring manus in the squad so there's a couple of things for australia to answer because you do want to have players who are good against spin um particularly steve smith batting at 4 i think that's why you want to have steve smith batting if also can bat in the middle against spin and set up the innings for the finishers to go big but but as the other game showed the first one day against south africa we bat long and we bat deep so you know that's that's the positive thing i think that's an advantage we have over some of the other teams you know we we bat right down to number 9 and 10 so we're in yes. the game longer so fingers crossed and when one very good thing about this side is their spin bowling department i think zampa and agar are different type of bowlers they can be playing all the games over here in india and they are completely different bowlers to each other whereas ashton agar is very accurate attacking the stumps all the time zampa is also an attacking bowler attack but has got very good knack of picking up wickets so these two i think are a very will play a very key role in australia's success in this tour so are you happy with these two and maxwell the three spin options though i know travis head can also bowl but these three i think will be bowling primarily maxwell and other two so are you happy with these options or do you think swepson could have also could have sneaked in Swepson probably still a bit raw, not experienced enough. I think that you know Zampa and Aker are the more experienced options, 
and, and mm-hmm. Ager provides that batting cover as well down the order. So when you talk about key players for Australia, those two absolutely crucial. Um, you know, when you think about, you know, successful teams in this World Cup, it could come down to the teams that take more wickets in the middle overs because you want to you want to stop teams from having that really big launch pad going into the death overs. If you can keep getting wickets in the middle, you're, you're going to be in a very good position to win games. So those two have very, very important roles for the team to, to not only hold up the runs, but get a couple of wickets where you can. Yeah. And again, the evergreen seam attack of Australia, the top three, Mitchell Stark, Pat Cummins, George Hazelwood, all three are there. And there is Seen Ambert, who is also quite good. He yeah. is, and other seamers we know, batting all-rounders that Australia have, all of them can bowl. And if there is something in the wicket, all three of them can be dangerous, be it March, yeah. Green, and Stoinis. And with Cameron Green, he's a very good fielder also. Yeah. He has that especially in that backward point region, he can be very good. So, I think these are the best seamers available, or do you think someone else could have been, like gotten see, the opportunity? I would have liked to see Nathan Ellis there. Nathan Ellis, yeah. I think he's, he's... I'm a big fan of his. Excellent bowler at the death, um, and actually can move the ball up front as well. Um, but again, who do you, who do you, you know, bring him in for? That's that's the tough one. Sean Abbott has been very good. Sean Abbott has been strong. Uh, but then, you know, you want to bring Marnus in or you want to bring Tim David in. You know, where, where's, where's um, uh, Nathan Ellis going to come in there? But I agree with you. I think it's a good seam attack. I think Mitchell Stark, he loves World Cups. I think he's got 49 wickets in World Cups at an average of about 15. Crazy numbers. Just, he, he dominates in World Cups. So hopefully... Um, you know, he's put his name, he's going to put his name for the IPO auction. He has a big World Cup. So, fingers crossed. That it, it, look, overall, you look at that 11 and you look at that squad, there's a lot of big names in there, a lot of great players. But it's how it all comes together and whether this team can be consistent and can use it in the big games. That's going to be the big thing. So, let us go forward and try to pick first 11 from this. I think it is the toughest task whom to leave out from this side. I think yeah. everyone demands a place in the side just because of their sheer performance and the talent. Yeah. Which four will you leave out for the first game? It is a very difficult game, but whom will you leave out? Yeah. Okay, let's go. We'll go Warner, Travis Head to open, uh, Mitch Marsh at three, uh, Steve Smith at four, <laughs> Stoinis, do I go Cam Green at six? Because of, yeah. Carey has to play. <laughs> He's a wicket Because Carey has to play as well. So probably Cameron Green misses out. So, or, okay, let's go. Let's go a Carey at six, uh, Maxwell at seven. And then you can you can switch those plays depending on the um, position. Okay, uh, Maxwell at seven. Uh, Agar at eight. Sean Abbott. Sorry, not Sean Abbott, Pat Cummins, Mitchell Stark, and Hazelwood. So, in your first 11, Zampa doesn't go through. No, no, Zampa has to go through. Sorry, who am I missing? Okay. Let me know. Warner, Head, uh, Marsh, Smith, Stoinis, Carey, Maxwell, Agar at eight, 
Nine will be uh, Cummins, he's the captain, Stark, and then Zampa. So probably Hazelwood misses out. Look, it depends on the conditions. But just yeah. going through that again, uh, Hazelwood's got it because Zampa has to be there, of course. So Hazelwood probably misses out um, if you've got those team bowling options in there as well. It's a difficult one. It's hard. That's what I'm saying. Australia got to nail down that 11. It might depend because Chennai is the first game against India, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah. being friendly, um, you might have to keep maybe Hazelwood out of that one. Um, if you want to keep an all-rounder out, if someone's playing well, it's a big risk leaving him out. You can't leave Mitchell Marsh out. So it's, it's, it's a tricky one. Australia have got some decisions to make. <laughs> so yeah. that's the 11 I'd go with. I'd go with, um, with with Zampa in there over Hazelwood for the first game. Yeah, I also have a similar team. I will start with Warner and Travis Head. Travis Head, I think, will hold the key for Australia in this World Cup. Then Smith, no doubt about it. Smith and Marsh. Then I will play Carey at 5 and Mitchell Marsh, sorry, sorry, Glenn Maxwell at 6. And for me, Stoinis starts because Stoinis is bowling well these days. Then Ashton Agar and Pat Cummins. So batting is actually till 10th, Mitchell Stark. And Zampa will come in at 11. Yeah. So this, I think chasing Australia will prefer to chase in this World Cup because of their deep batting lineup. Yeah. And I think they are a very settled and experienced bowlers in there also so the, i think australia will the i personally feel australia will have very good matches against the teams which have very good spinners like afghanistan bangladesh australia will have very good games against them because they won't be and even sri lanka i feel sri lanka will at least play three four spinners against australia similar i feel about afghanistan they are already play three. I think they may even pick four spinners yeah. against Australia. So it will be an interesting battle because tracks will assist spin. But I think Australia still have all the bases. And I see them semi-finalists for sure. And if Australia is, a, as we all know, in ICC events, becomes a different team altogether. They don't need any external motivation. I think yeah. they are winning World Cups. They have the team, they have the experience. And most importantly, I think their leader is very selfless. If yeah. if required, I think Pat Cummins, if he's not in good form, I don't think he will even hesitate for a second to hand over the captaincy to Smith for a game and give Hazelwood a run. I think he's that sort of a guy, character. He's a selfless completely. He has recently won that WTC final from India only and also able to retain the Ashes. They could have won the Ashes also, I feel, in the last game. But yeah. they couldn't. I think Stuart Broad was able to pick those wickets in the end. Yeah. But I think he led quite well. Even the carry incident, how he handled the entire saga, I think it was commendable. I think he stood on his... He was firm. I think one of the best leaders I think Australia have produced over the last few years. Yes, he has to learn few captaincy traits. Maybe, yes. He was found yeah. wanting in a couple of games. But that's, I think, part and parcel of the job. Everyone has a bad days. So, so what do you think of Cummins as a leader? Do you think he has all the ingredients to lift another ICC trophy for the side? That's going to be the big question. Uh, I think he's a good leader. Uh, he's someone you can get along with. But tactically, there's a couple of things there that... Um, 
you know, he can back probably he can back his bowlers a little bit more and try and think about taking wickets more than than saving runs only. That I think that was a criticism a lot of people had and that I had in the Ashes that Australia were a bit too defensive too quickly throughout the Ashes series. Um, so the big thing is now is how can he cope with another high intensity, high stakes tournament now like the World Cup as captain and fast bowler. So my fear is I think we're, we're my view is we're putting too much on him, uh, too much responsibility on him to be one of the lead fast bowlers and captain. I know there's other leaders in the team, but still it comes down to him as the captain. But fingers crossed, you know, he's had a little bit of a break now, recovering from an injury, and he can come back really well for that World Cup and, and just, um, you know, back his bowlers a little bit more and be really strong tactically, um, you know, focus on matchups with the opposition, where, you know, opposition strengths are, particular players, whether they like to hit their shots and, and put the right fielders in the right positions. And that's going to be the big challenge yeah. to your feet. Absolutely. So as we both agree, I think this team can go really far. I think anything less than a semi-final spot will be really, real big disappointment for all the fans. And this team, I think, has all the bases covered. I don't see any sparkling weakness in this side at all any weakness you feel any weakness ke, i don't see any weakness actually so any weakness you are able to see in this side look one thing i probably do have a concern about is you know our middle order starting against spin that's something i mentioned before so when i look at key players steve smith crucial you know and also alex carey I hope he doesn't get too obsessed with the reverse sweep again. I think he, hopefully he's learnt from that experience that he had in the test tour earlier in the year that he can also look to play straight because he's a good player of spin, but he overdoes it with the uh, with the sweep shots. He's going to be crucial. He had a very good World Cup four years ago in England. If he can do well in this World Cup as well, it gives Australia another dimension. Those two players in the middle, you've got the power around them. That could be very, very, very good for Australia. So... That's probably one area you say, you know, the middle order starting against the spinners, but but overall, man, it's a very strong looking team. Right. So, Chabal, thank you very much for your time. We would request you to be in touch with us in World Cup also. For sure. I'm trying my best to get in one of the Australian games because in Indian games, I'm not able to get the ticket. So, I'm planning for an Australian game. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's hope. We will connect from the ground also if I am able to get through that I will let you know. So thank you very much for your time and we see we just hope it's a competitive World Cup and frankly speaking I am looking forward to Australia against these spinning teams. How will the Australia cope up against these three sides? Afghanistan, Bangladesh, Sri Lanka. Yeah. I think they will pose a different sort of a challenge to the Australian team. And, Afgan and Afghanistan, I think, is a side which no one can take lightly. Off late, the, the quality of cricket that they are playing. I think yeah. they will be doing certain upsets in this World Cup. So, thank yeah. you very much for your time. And we will see, we will be connecting with you shortly. Thank you, Charbel, for your time. Thank you, everyone. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks.